Hello and welcome into the Sora Data Game Week 409 preview. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdinho on Sora. Joined today by Chani Sports, who I was just peppering Bayern Munich questions to. And then I was like, man, I really should have saved this for the show, but maybe I get a little inside info. Not sure yeah. Chani would, of course, share it with everybody. Chani, thanks so much for joining me uh, this week. Happy to join. As you said, like Game Week 409, I was like, wow, I've been here long. <laughs> I had the same thought the other day. Yeah, it was actually much less when I was looking back at my some reward, and I was like, "Oh, I won this back in two twelve, and we're at four oh nine. Oh my god! Yeah, um, it's nice that it's still around here at four oh nine. Good stuff. Let's hope we reached a thousand. That's right. That's right. So we're here. Obviously, we're in this weird spot where we're looking ahead to four oh nine, and there are still tons of matches to be played in four oh eight. Those are all happening today. I have like full SO5 lineups that have no players that have played yet. Oh. And which makes today both exciting and scary. Also stressful, I guess. But, yeah. but the toughest thing that I think all of us face in just the, this type of game week is you've got the packed midweek. But before everything really settles down, you know, we'll have all the matches played, but if any news comes or you know anything happens today, we won't necessarily get press conferences early tomorrow for matches on Sunday or Monday. What are some of the things that you do before we go into the, the games that should have that will happen this weekend? Like, what do you do to hopefully come through? Is are my guys that played on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday going to play this weekend? So ideally, you have to have the info on your players for this midweek. So if you heard anything about like this guy's going to be arrested because there's already news about Fener resting a bunch of players against Nautiland, uh, yeah, that, that's going to hurt a lot of people. So that type of stuff you need to pay attention to and then carry that information obviously into the weekends. But I think generally right now, this is where you kind of learn the rotation patterns that might be happening. And this next weekend game week is possibly one of the toughest ones in terms of avoiding DMPs, because this is the first time it's happening this season. And it's like such an odd thing because a lot of teams want to do extremely well in their first game of uh, the Champions League, Europa League, Conference League, whatever. And now it's, yeah, it's a bit, you, do, you don't know what to expect on a weekend. It's, it's really odd. Yeah, the, the toughest thing is because I feel like there was some talk that teams were going to rotate for this midweek. And mm -hmm. some of them have, I feel like a lot of the ones that might were actually coming today, Mike Baston was saying the Fenner news is upsetting a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, so there's some of that. I know um, the Sora Scandinavia Discord was all fired up that um, Victor Clayson didn't start against Galatasaray this week. And then it was like, well, then surely he will play this weekend. But it was like, that's a big game. So if he didn't play it, maybe he's actually hurt and we don't know. And there's just a lot of hesitation, I think, with with teams that don't, won't didn't rotate in this midweek. Because mm -hmm. then you're like, well, what do we do for this weekend? And I'm going to jump right into our matchups page here because and just the team that you and I were talking about. Bayern Munich are the biggest favorite of the entire game week as of right now. And yeah. I was like, well, surely Masrawi starts, right? Because he didn't start last weekend. He didn't get the start midweek. And you're like, I don't think so. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but those are the kind of the considerations we have. And like these matchups, we got Man City at home against Nottingham Forest, uh, Sporting at home against Rio Ave, Salzburg against this newly promoted side I didn't know existed until I won their goalie a few weeks ago. Oh. But if they rotate, like... We kind of, I kind of said this last week with some matches. Like these are the games you buy these players for, so they couldn't go out and just smash. And now we're having this situation where they might actually not play. 
Yeah, th these are also the situations where some people that might be smarter than us expected the best players to play weekends and know exactly who is going to play now on the weekend because they have an easier matchup coming. So there's probably going to be a lot of rotation in some of the top teams. So for the Bayern example, Tuchel has been hanging on to a bunch of the players in the starting lineup, not rotating them, despite having really good options off the bench that people want to see. And some of them even coming on and doing a great job, like Matistel, he has saved Bayern in the past three games. He is just on fire. He's so good. Favorite talents in the world right now. And I'm so happy that he plays with another one of my favorites, which is Musiala. So um, it's going to be a joy to see him play in the starting level at some point. I, I'm really excited for that. But you see, even though some people come off the bench and perform, they're just not getting that starting spot. And it's just down to the coaches. And uh, it really brings an aspect into the game where you just can't read into their minds. Some coaches you can, you know exactly the rotation patterns, but uh, some people are extremely unreasonable, like Thomas. <laughs> and uh, they just let Elicht, you know, rot on the bench. And and unfortunately, the uh, Kim and Uwe Makano are not like old players that they are like, boy, we should really rest them. Like there's yeah. every, every reason to think that they would play. So... I don't know. The the one that jumps out at me is sporting completely selfishly because I have a bunch of sporting guys, but the there was an expectation that they would actually rotate today. The match isn't for another few hours, so we won't know, but rotation today at least makes the weekend a little easier, but it doesn't make it any easier if they don't rotate because while they do have like kind of an easier fixture this weekend, you know, it's early. I feel like it's early in the league season to just be like giving points away just mm -hmm. with the rotation, but this is all these things that I just try to convince myself of. And then inevitably the DNPs come and I was like, yeah. maybe I should have seen this coming. I'm not even sure yet, but like, these uh, are the times where I, it's the only time where I dread opening up my Sora data app. <laughs> I'm like, I get that notification of the starting alarm. Like I have to do a prayer first and then I open it up. <laughs> like, please God, please. Yeah, exactly. you open it, you look for their pictures. And the worst is when it's not in the usual spot. So if the formation changed or something for some weird reason, and you're like, no, he's not there. Oh, oh he's there. All good. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. He's playing. As someone who has dealt with Opta for years, they're just like when lineups come out, they don't always have the positions right and they'll mm -hmm. adjust them before. So it's exactly that situation where you're like, yeah. wait, why isn't he? And you're like, oh, they have him at, you know, Goal right keeper. wing back when he's actually a striker or something like that. And you're like, oh, that's not right. And then it'll change, but people yeah. get all fired up because they miss it. So let's dive into at least the league specific ones, because I do see, I feel like this happened a bit last week where we saw some like very big favorites from Challenger, which we have again this week with Salzburg and, and Sporting. But I don't want to, I don't want to give away that stuff yet. So let's go to the one okay. that everybody really cares about. Second division Europe. Hey. Um Shout out to Gator Guy here because Hamburger are the top favorite, but nothing is that nobody nobody's that big of a favorite. Um, so I'm not sure. And I said this uh, for the midweek, and SR Monkey gave me some crap on Twitter, understandably, that I was like, I don't think anybody's going to win much with second division players this week. And I think he's currently sitting tenth in Cap 270 with a Watford stack. There and I was go. like, man, that's all right. You got me. He also, yeah. I believe, is winning second division Europe. So you can win. Second division Europe with second division cards. Just yeah. throwing that out there. <laughs> who but, would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought? Exactly. But the big ones, uh, big biggest favorites, Hamburg, Leicester. I don't think Ipswich even has cards. Um, in fact, a lot of these teams, I don't think all, of, well, I guess most of them have some, but yeah. um, nobody's jumping out at me that it's like, man, you should really have players from this team. And um, Yeah, same here. It's yeah. It's probably like, I guess more you can rely on like the offense of certain teams, probably some like semi stacks, but yep. I don't see any of those lineups. And I'm like, yeah, definitely clean sheet. At least from my knowledge, like obviously I don't know every single club that we're looking at right there, but um, there's definitely a couple of teams that probably are in a great spot to score a bunch of goals and do well. I mean, especially Hamburg at the top, of course. Um, Osnabrück isn't necessarily doing too well. 
Um, I don't know if Glatzel is fit, but if he plays, I would assume he scores at least one goal against that yeah. side. Yeah, his scores are incredible. and He should play for the up. German national team. I'm not even kidding. Like, That's I think call. we don't have a striker. We really do not have any strikers right now. And I've seen him play. Of course, the scores are not bad at all. They're decent, serviceable in some cases. Mm -hmm. But um, generally, from his ability as a striker, I feel like he would fit in really nicely and just do a job. We just don't have anyone. We have Fulkrug, yes, but he has to push himself through against uh, Halea into the starting eleven at Dortmund. So, yeah. Yeah, Osnabrück lost 7-0 against Hannover last week. That's why I expect <laughs> them to concede a lot of goals. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised because I was uh, looking at this earlier. Shuto Machino, I don't even know who he plays for now. Holstein, is that what that Holstein says? Holstein Kiel, yeah. Uh, is the top play of the entire game week for second division Europe, which mm -hmm. I I tried to play this last week route where I'm trying to use, not I'm trying, I, I have considered using pick scores to make anytime goal scorer bets. Because oh. there was one last week, Vincent Janssen from Antwerp was a triple A. And it's like the only way he deserves a triple A is that he scores because his AA yeah. is just not high enough. And uh, yeah, he scored easily. And it was just like, okay, maybe yeah. that's. I've been thinking about that too, there. you know. I've been thinking about looking at the games, uh, matchups, and just betting on the first 10 teams that are in there. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> the first 10 teams that have good good matchups to win just bet on them to win i've been thinking about that too just as like as like a fun side project to see what happens to see what happens yeah, yeah. um it yeah i think it's one of these that with with second division i feel like you i, I feel like i was i see these matchups and i'm like okay this should be a clean sheet whatever it is and then yeah you get like a four three and you're and i'm like I, it's a reminder that i really know nothing about the second division europe yeah and it's just like okay i'll just rely on the um that's where people obviously can gain a massive advantage, right? Like everyone can know about Liverpool's starting eleven, but um, and their opponents, of course. But those second divisions, if you have, let's say, a collection of one of these teams and you know everything about the club, you already have a big advantage against anyone else that is playing the division you're jumping into. And uh, yeah, I think if you have that Magdeburg stack now and you're aware of Adaborn not necessarily being the best at defending. Maybe you just stack up two forwards and a midfielder in that team that you're lining up and trying to get the best out of it. So I really like that part of the game where we have these second divisions where knowledge is key. It's a it it does feel like it's the last. I actually don't want to say it's the last, but it's it's one of the last places where a knowledge edge really really exists. That yeah. You know, champion Europe. There's enough news pretty much on every team that you're you usually don't know something that most other people don't. But second division Europe is definitely a, a good one. But an, another one is Asia, which oh, yeah, <laughs> I I don't even ever know what to say about Asia. It looks Do you like play Asia yeah, still. Do you have teams running in there? Uh, I don't run teams in Asia now. Okay, I have Asia cards, but I almost never run an actual Asia lineup. Okay. Um, mostly because I don't want any more Asia cards. And so mm -hmm. entering a contest where I can only win Asia cards just doesn't make sense for me. But yeah, I'll use a few here and there. And it doesn't look like any there are any like huge favorites here either. Um, it looks like the kind of the bigger teams are at least away. Olsen probably destroys Suwon, but that's another they've they had champions league this week so it's another uh potential rotation issue that we have for uh, a number of of these uh, asia teams that like i said nothing even like the my beloved wuhan three towns isn't even like a huge favorite this week and so mm -hmm. i feel like those are the weeks where we're all of a sudden we're like oh yeah and those are like random guys that nep has like Davidson bangs a hundred and you're just like, Oh, it was a Davidson week. Great. I don't have that guy either. So. Yeah. There, I mean, there's only three teams there with a win percentage above 50 and it kind of right. like, actually, no, there's a couple more below. I'm just seeing, but like, there's not that many and only one really convincing one. And that team plays away. So yeah, it doesn't look like uh, there are too many 
um, power stacks coming out of there this week. Glenn here says that all sand rotated a decent amount midweek. So they should oh, go strong go. this weekend, but See? Um, the knowledge edge, there we go. Now we, now we all have it. Um, although so are Josh is the other way is just all over the place at the moment because the top teams have AFC midweeks. And so I got burned by Alexander Grant getting rested this midweek for Pohang. And I was like, ah, oh, it was some great matchup. I don't even know. After the messy burn. <sighs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I see that. <laughs> yeah. Pohang away to Daegu this week, which isn't like a terrible matchup, but it's also not really that great. And then Mike Basson, how dare you say that the safest stack here is a way to my mm. Urawa. Oh, no, that's not Urawa. Excuse me. No wonder. All right. I'll let you have that one. So uh, San Freche, Hiroshima uh, should have a decent game week. Yeah. I think they were pretty good last week, if I remember, because Tuggy's got the stack and he uh, he did pretty well. Um. I'm going to quickly go over to America, mostly because I got some early morning for me slander from my uh -huh. friend Andy Black because Santos Laguna players, uh, I believe there are three Santos Laguna players in, what was it? I think it was America Limited as part of a lineup that had a strength indicator score of 100. Oh. And he was like, there's no way Santos players should be this high. Wow. And they're a big favorite basically against a team that concedes a decent amount of points. There's a, I think there are a number of midweek matches. So that's why we don't have odds for like Argentinos. I don't think River Plate. Um, do we have a River yeah, Plate? As you odd? scroll down there, when you were at Santos, I was just looking at all the teams. Everyone was playing at home. I'm like, is, is no one playing away? What's going There's, on? Yeah, there are no away games. <laughs> away games this week. <laughs> Zero away games. Everyone's playing at no, home. It's, do you still have that Brunetta card? No. No, I, I again. I, I assume that one's way well gone. Yeah, in the summer, yeah, yeah. But he he's doing well, isn't he? I've he has picked numbers. it up lately, and he yeah. So he's part of this Santos play that is supposed to be really good this week. Uh, let me just go to America because I know. I'm pretty sure he was one of the top players, like overall. Um, so yeah, he's he first. Both positions, first and second. <laughs> yeah, so he's the top play, but then they also had. Uh, Preciado, Felix yeah. Torres, and like Santos, fantasy point wise, is expected to like absolutely crush this week. And yeah, I assume they have no midweek or anything like that. Nope. Yeah, so they're probably going to crush whoever's 18th in their league. Good luck right. to those guys. Yeah, it's it could get ugly. Um, I did see LDU Kyoto is the top favorite that we have now. Uh huh. Nep will be happy. I was going to say, so I assume Nep is just going to clean up this weekend. There's no way he cannot. <laughs> Nothing possibly could go wrong. Hey, just congrats. We shouldn't even play. Nep, just take yeah. Champion America. You win. Just um, get a good score for the monthlies and All Star. Put him in there. There you go. There you go. I was just looking back at my All Star Rare Pro. Man, you would have thought that I just haven't even tried this entire month. <laughs> my scores are so bad there. Uh, but yeah, so we have other decent favorites. Minero, New York City FC, homie is Toronto. That team is a total fraud though so i don't even trust that atlanta now home against miami or no that's montreal montreal yeah, so right. that's a yeah. decent matchup montreal we see here with the um opponent scores give up just a ton of points to everyone oh, yeah. who plays against them uh, yeah. so if you have any atlanta guys it's going to be an Al almada a big almada season. game yeah and portland home against colorado that's a decent one from from mls and then orlando I'm guessing was not as big of a favorite earlier, but now they are with uh, Messi and Jordi Alba not playing this weekend mm. after Messi came off early yesterday. So they they also have U.S. Open Cup final next week, which is like our domestic cup, and Miami's in the final. And so I think they're saving Messi for that so he can get his second trophy in yeah. two months that he's been here. They're just making up. They'll just start making up additional competition. So he can keep, <laughs> just so he just, can lift the trophy. <laughs> exactly. Just more trophies after more trophies. And uh, Mike pointed out that River are the highest away team to, mm. and there they are, 45% um, against Banfield. So Is rotation still crazy at River Plate or do they have a settled team now? They play tonight. So my guess is they will rotate this weekend 
the, the expectation is they go full strength tonight and they'll possibly rotate this weekend. So we'll see. Unfortunately, it's like late tonight. And def- the only news that we'll get is if somebody literally gets hurt during the game. Mm. And so not, not envying people like me who have to rely on that. Let's hit up Challenger for Here this we weekend. Go. Like we said, we've got some decently big favorites on teams that have a lot of cards. How are you feeling for Challenger? I think if I'm in a position where I focus on Challenger, ideally I would love to have a team that has a good matchup now that didn't play midweek. I don't yeah. necessarily see any in there from the ones we're looking at, possibly. Uh, so looks like most of the best matchups have some rotation risk involved, <clears throat> which is probably a good thing for All-Star. Um, but here's, here's unfortunately the problem that Alex brings up. Zenit, Zenit. is going to end up smashing. Oh, is Loco doing really bad right now? Is that what it is? Uh, I mean, I mean Zenit there... smashes anyone anyways, but yeah. Right. I mean, I just kind of view it as they have the same odds as Besiktas against Caceraspor. Mm. And you would expect them to score really well. And so yeah. I would just assume Zenit. Oh, yeah. They don't have Europe, right? Yeah. So, right. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah, that makes sense. That's probably the best matchup then. <laughs> um, but yeah, if we scroll up again, let's take a look at the rest there. Um, I assume... I, I mean, when I looked at the Salzburg team, I was kind of surprised to see a couple names in there that I didn't see last season. So I assume they kind of changed their starting eleven. Or um, let's see the formation there. So the Baidu guy, I had no idea who he is. I think he came in for Sole, right? Mm-hmm. Simic is another one that surprises me. Konate, obviously, I have heard of because he's a big talent and stuff. But is that usually their best starting level? Oh, Sole came on. So I assume he could play on the weekend then. Yeah, I guess he's back. Okay, so that's going to be that's going to be big. Yeah, if if they rotate those players that are on the bench into the starting 11. If you can rely on those, then Salzburg probably has a really, really good matchup to to do, to dominate uh, in that yeah. region, as Soradata predicts. With Sporting, again, Champions League football, we'll see what happens. Like, there are so many question marks there. If we didn't have the midweek issue, I'd just say, like, PSV, with the role they've been on in the in the EDDVC, another mm-hmm. Yemen 100. And yeah, easy game with, like, four goals and eight decisives in there. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, they have midweek. It's next week too, isn't it? Um, I believe so, right? Yeah, I thought the, aren't the return legs next week? I'll just use Alexander Schlager to make sure that that's the case. 409. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. Okay, so they do have a week off. Okay, so then they are probably going to go full strength there because they'll have a bit of time to adjust. Actually, PSV play 409, 410, uh, 410, and then 411. So they play. Who is 410? Uh, go ahead, Eagles. Hmm. Oh, is there a midweek era division? Really have a stacked schedule. Like all four game weeks coming up, they are playing. Here we go. Alex said uh, Ghent, Bruges, Genk, and Antwerp also have midweek games next week. Yeah. Um, Again, like this is one of the toughest game weeks people will experience on uh, like this season this is where you find out so much stuff about rotation definitely pay attention to how your players have been lined up or their teams have been lined up on the weekend and now on the midweek as well to know what you could possibly expect here do um trying to let's see do you still oh you don't still have them so mike baston pointed out that the hidden gem this week is heronveen uh-huh. Who is right here? Fifty-nine percent chance to win. If there is ever a p- team that needs an easier game or a player specifically who could use one, it's not <laughs> yeah. who uh, comes in struggling a little bit. I'll even take his Netherlands games out, but ten, yeah. twenty-seven, and seven are his last three scores. Those are rough. Yeah, those are really <laughs> rough. Yeah, does not look good at all. But hey. Hopefully he can turn it around now because, I mean, if he doesn't concede three, normally you get at least something decent out of Nopat. That's what he's been known for. But I remember back when I got him, before his injury, he had like 14 AA 
in the last 15 or something. And that has kind of changed. I don't know if Herenvey's starting 11 changed in any way. Have they lost any midfielders possibly that were covering the defense or defenders specifically that left the squad? But I think that Bochnevitz guy is still there. Yep. Um, that was like a power stack to have. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 odd seeing Hedevin struggle this much, but there's there's tough games still coming up, like Twente, AZ. It's not getting easier. So they really do just alternate good games from games yeah. that you totally want to avoid. Like Excelsior yeah. at home this week, away to Twente, home against NEC, away yeah. to AZ, oh, wow. home <laughs> against Heracles, away to Ajax. Like it's terrible. Oh, until wow. you get yeah. to November and then it kind of lo loosens up a little bit. But whew. yeah, that's odd. Yeah. At least yeah. you know when to not use them great for cap modes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's it. So I, before the season, was thinking of like a small heron bean stack of Noppert, Bolshnevitz, and Tom Hay. And Hay was supposed to go to Sunderland, Noppert was supposed to go to Ajax. And that just left me like, I didn't want to buy three players and then have two of yeah. them leave. I was like, all right, forget it. And then they all stay. And it was like, okay, maybe I should have done this. And then Noppert goes on this run here and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get him cheap. Yeah. Like if, if anyone wanted to get him, I guess now could be a time to look at it. Cause a lot of people have sold like myself um, and uh, moved on to different things. I think, yeah, like if you want to buy players where you're very confident that things will turn around again, these are kind of the times to get involved. But then again, yeah. people know that with Nopot, you can see it in those sales. Like it hasn't necessarily fluctuated like crazy. Uh, he hasn't dropped below 500. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I was hoping for more panic and there was no mm. panic, unfortunately. Alex said, I remember the days when Hay was stupidly expensive. So I think that the issue with Tom Hay is that he didn't have that many cards. I think he like missed a season or something like that. And so he, there was a time where, yeah, his, his cards were, yeah, like 800 hmm. for a card that is now. That's really good for a hidden vein player. That's very expensive. I mean, his scores at some point were just absurd, like just all greens. Hmm. It's, it's like one of those that you want to have as a super rare, ideally. Yes. Right. Totally. Yeah, those low scores, the fifty nines and stuff, they still carry you over. Exactly, exactly. Mm. So yeah, I like that hidden gem there of Heronveen, and then, I mean, AZ's got a decent matchup this weekend. It, yeah, it just just seems like everybody is away. Mm. Um, but obviously, we all just want Midland to spank this weekend. That's <laughs> I have no midweek. I assume no midweeks. It was hey, one of those that they so they lost their conference league qualifier to Legia Warsaw and it was like there goes their midweek utility but it's like but also this team is not deep enough or even good enough to compete midweek weekend mid so they, I think they played they either made it either 11 or 13 game weeks in a row that they played and they've been awful because they're just they're not Ready a team that, like that yeah. is not good enough to play 11 game weeks in a row yeah and so the yeah, that's what we want. Alex Wilson said, I would not say no to a Lee Han Bum debut, but he is gone, I believe, for the Asia games already. So, oh, um, that's I would also wouldn't say no, but I don't think he's there. I'm pretty sure they're gone already. So, um, we'll have to wait until there, know, there are definitely some hidden on. gems in there, like in, the, in that list. I think there are a bunch of decent matchup, even when you scroll down there earlier. I think Klagenfurt is a decent one. They have a good matchup at home. If you scroll even further, just a little bit, I think it was right there. Uh, Austria Klagenfurt playing at home. That could be a decent one. There, there are plenty of serviceable matches, but again, like the best ones that we saw at the top, it's, it's just like, you got to try and compile the risk into one lineup, possibly. Yes. Like, that's one thing I love to do when I know that Hey, I don't, I'm not too sure if this guy is going to play. Let me see if I have other players that are also probably not likely to play and see if I can fit them into cap 270 or something like that. That's like the ideal spot to utilize those players. And if they play, hey, great. You got some good players on a good team or you had some rotation worries possibly that you can now throw in into that lineup and get something out of it. 
it it does feel like a a game week where yeah just Heron Dean or these other teams that are able to avoid the, the midweeks mm. and you can say all right maybe this is a week and oh man and then I just like scroll past Zenit and I'm like damn it I forgot they're there too <laughs> this is yeah, when I'd be, I'd be we see the tweet from have... Josh Forth on on Friday and he's just like how's everyone's lineups looking and yeah you're just like oh my god what <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wouldn't be surprised if we have a lower score, like in the top 20s of the All-Star Rares, like the, specifically the regions as well. I wouldn't be surprised if we have generally a bit lower scores on average due to a lot of those DMPs that will affect stuff. Like those people who can put out a starting five with a good matchup, they are already in a great position, I think. So I'm really glad you brought that up because I think I mentioned it on Monday's preview for the midweek, but it just felt like we think we see the matchups, the ones from last week. And there were, I was giving Quinny kind of a a bit of a hard time because like Celtic were the biggest favorite. They won three, nothing. And a lot of the other teams that were big favorites, they won. And it just didn't feel like the scores to win rewards was that high. Like I think at the time, all-Star was being won at like 440. And mm-hmm. that's not that high. Yeah, that's like that's old been... All-Star. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Let me go back to 407. Back in the yeah, days. like 499 is mm-hmm. high. But yeah. I feel like we're used to seeing All-Star well over 500. Yeah. And the it what felt like a ton of lopsided matchups led to w- would have led to high scoring. And mm-hmm. it didn't happen. And, and um, Quinny was like, yeah, well, the problem was people just made the wrong lineups. Like everyone had four really good players and then like one that kind of struggled. And mm-hmm. I think part of that was from preemptive rotation before the midweek. Like you thought you would have the top team and then like one guy doesn't play or he comes mm-hmm. off at 55 minutes to get him ready for the midweek. And that kind of helped explain why the scores weren't so high. And yeah. then... We obviously have more games going uh, this week or for this midweek, but we see like 481 wins All-Star Limited today. But again, there are a lot of games left today. But given what we know about the rotation or expected rotation, I agree with you that it doesn't feel like it's going to be like a monster week. And Mm. not because the matchups aren't there, but just because you could have somebody that always start like... I'll knock on wood here. Joey Veerman doesn't start. And all of a sudden your lineup that has Joey Veerman is like. Please no. Death. <laughs> Don't do that to me. Sorry. It was like the first, I, I had to think of like the best card possible. And so yeah. that's what came and to be fair. He, he pretty much is apart from champions league football, obviously, but um, at least we can hope that they get third place and drop into Europa league. So he's even more serviceable than. That's, that's all we want out of the Champions League. Yeah. Just a drop to the <laughs> drop. To yeah, the literally, that's what it is, isn't it? I'm like, if Liverpool don't make it, at least get, like, do something. I mean, yeah. obviously, they don't play Champions League this season. I'm so used to it. Uh, but yeah, like, if I have Manchester United players, I'm, I'm kind of hoping we drop into Europa yeah. League to have some well, good matches was, there. Yeah, the Haber has, like, the best situation because he has th- three stacks of a of three teams in the same group. So like, you oh, yeah, know I see. that one is going to finish third. Although I say that in man United looks so bad that the, um, I don't think Copenhagen finishes ahead of them, but yeah. United looked odd. Yeah. Mike Bassin was a serious question. How quickly does Sora data update these ratings with today's games still to play? Does it update all at set times or update after any updates after each match? So, the opponent scores are based on competition. So these are like points allowed by who do they play? Bochum? Is it Bochum or Bochum? really change. Bochum. Bochum. Yeah. I think I got pretty good. Ah, all right. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so these are like points allowed during Bundesliga play. So it's not, you know, it doesn't, it won't change this midweek because they're not playing Bundesliga matches. And then the, if odds change, like they'll update throughout. So it, it's, they're updated quite frequently. Uh, but like the stats probably themselves won't change because the 
there's nothing happening from the last mm. match until these start. So champion Europe, everybody's favorite competition, Bayern, Man City, Leverkusen, Barcelona, Inter Milan, and AC Milan seem like they should just collect. There is obviously rotation there. Oh, I, I love seeing this rotation. screen. The screen looks so good. I have Bayern players, Leverkusen players, Barca players. I'm going to do this. Barca defensive stack combined with the Leverkusen offensive stack. That's the way to go. Because like Testegen and Kunde are getting insane scores all the time. Yeah, they me. are. And obviously Palacios, Fiatz, and now I have Boniface as well. That's going to be fun. But I, I got to say this. I don't think I Leverkusen keep a clean sheet. I think Heidenheim have pretty much scored against most people in the league already. Um, Jan Niklas Beste, who was doing incredible things in the second division last season, one of the better cards to have. He is still performing extremely well. So, yeah. I yeah, think they scored two against Hoffenheim, two against Dortmund, and four against uh, Bremen. Yeah, I wouldn't bet on a clean sheet on that game for Leverkusen. Um, I think they're going to concede, but it's just going to be the simple Leverkusen style, we're just going to outscore you um, type thing. But As a Jonas Hoffman card owner, bring it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think Bayern at the top, that's one of the risky ones because no one can read into what the hell Tuchel is doing. Like, I wish I knew if Musiala is going to start that game or if he's going to go ahead and like save him up for the Champions League again. It's such an odd situation to be in. Like, I wish... We had a more clear-cut coach who actually knows what he's doing and knows how to rotate the proper players. Um, but this game, Bochum, if he doesn't want to rely on De Ligt as a starter, this is where he should play him. Mm -hmm. This is where Mazraoui should play because apparently he look, he likes Konrad Leimar so much. So just put Konrad Leimar into the priority team and have De Ligt and uh, Mazraoui come in there. Uh, midfield, I don't necessarily see much changing. Obviously, Hrabenberg left, so I think Kimmich and Goretzka pretty much have to play every game right now. Sure, yeah. Unless he wants to move Lima into the midfield and just play Mazarawi as a right-back. That's also an option. Um, in, in the attacking spots, I wouldn't be surprised if Matistel starts this game. I would say that he has a really good chance of, of uh, starting uh, instead of Gnabry. Uh, uh, oh, Bayern have DFB Pokal on Tuesday. Okay, I didn't know that. That's that. Oh, wow, that makes things even more complicated. That's so annoying because, uh, <laughs> like, that would be where Delict and Mazraoui. Those are the two players that Chani and I care about the most here. Well, maybe who, not the who most. Who are we playing against? We, we need them in. So Bayern plays against. Oh, Preussen Münster. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be too scared of them. They do play in the third division, and they are fifteenth. <laughs> So, wow. Yeah, don't expect Bayern to prioritize the German Cup at all then. Mm -hmm. um, but the German League is known for those types of upsets. <laughs> I love how Didn't comfortable Jenny's criticizing. Was it Bayern early last year? Sorry? Was it Bayern early last year that got eliminated? Some big club uh, got eliminated. I thought pretty early I mean, last it's year. Legit, like every single uh, match day for the German Cup, there is at least one top division team that gets kicked out by a second division. It, it's just, mm -hmm. just just normal. I think Vada Bremen got already kicked out by some lower division side, but yeah. Um, but Pado says, I love how comfortable Jenny is criticizing a Champions League winning coach. Here's the thing. I am extremely biased against Thomas Tuchel. I never liked him. I always thought he was just, you know, taking jobs that Klopp already did, where he already established something great and just come in and you know, act like he built it up. Um, and at Bayern, there are issues that are quite public already with the way he's been handling Kimmich, with the way he's been saying that Kimmich is not a six and that he needs that six desperately, has been very public about it, still didn't manage to get that six, which might not be down to him, but generally speaking, there's just so much going on with Thomas Tuchel constantly. Like, it's too much drama. I wish we just played our football and you know we knew exactly who's going to start who's going to do what but with him it's like you just don't know what's going to happen one game we could win six nil and the next game we look awful as a Bayern fan I really I wish we kept Nagelsmann mm -hmm. 
Well, hey, he gets to coach the German national team now, so that's a good there one. You go. Still got it, yeah. Yeah. The the constant pep roulette jokes, I feel like, will reach a max this weekend because they have every <laughs> reason to rotate as much as they could possibly want home against Nottingham Forest. Uh, as somebody with a couple of these guys, I, it, it's weird. I feel like the on the one side, all I hear is like is how they're not that deep, and so mm-hmm. they can't really rotate that much. And I feel like it's just going to be thrown in our face this weekend, where anyone who came off the bench in this Champions League game against Red Star will end up starting. As that's Doku, Kanji. I can't actually. <laughs> I can't see Calvin Phillips actually starting, but. <laughs> He's there. Uh, and so, I don't know. It gets a little, I don't know. I have Alvarez. I have Ruben Diaz. And I feel like both of them could start or both of them. It's just a mess. Yeah, I, I personally just wonder with Titi what's going to happen with KDB when he's back. Because Alvarez has been incredible. Yeah. Like, he has been amazing. He has stepped up right when they needed him. And players like that are so valuable to the team. So, I really wonder what's going to happen with him. It's amazing to see with these with these River Plate players what has happened with them. Right? Enzo at Benfica at first, and then Alvarez straight away to City, and immediately has an impact. Like I love seeing stuff like that. But going back on the on the weekend against Nottingham, as you said, I I expect lots of rotation there. Um, but it could be somewhat predictable. Uh, for certain players in certain positions with others, maybe not as much, as you said, with Calvin Phillips and stuff. Um, but yeah, you can't expect the coach to put out in a whole new starting 11. That, that just, yeah, it's not going to happen, I think. Yeah. And certain players there will have to play. Right. That's my thought. The, mm-hmm. Speaking of that, though, the I've seen a few people say this recently, and I it, I'm in this spot where I'm like, you can't, don't think this way, but people are trying to make lineup decision. And it's something like this. Let's say you have, I'm trying to think of someone who's like a little more on the free. Oh, I guess Doku fits or Bernardo Silva, where you think he might not start, but he could always get a decisive off the bench. That's just how you kill a lineup completely. Yeah. Like he could get something off the bench is just, once you start thinking that you really should just take them out of the equation. Because yeah, especially if you put them together with players where you know they're going to start. So let's yeah. say you have four players, you know they're going to start, and then you have, let's say, a Doku, and you just don't know if he's going to start, but like, oh, maybe he comes off the bench and does something, then most of the time that doesn't work out. Yeah, really just don't do not do it. Johannesen <laughs> uh, said, I'm thinking about playing Tell in my U23 lineup this week, which... If I had him, I would. Mm. I, I I mean, but then again, I'm I'm obviously influenced by my love for the kid, but like I think he has been unreal. And Tuchel said in his interview post match as well, like he has now saved us in multiple matches. He's getting closer and closer to the starting eleven. And at, at against Bochum at home, where the fans are going to push him on, this is this is where you push Tell into the starting eleven and let him establish himself. I'd love to see it for sure. For sure. Uh, Just going back to the champion Europe list. We have a black Jimmer Derby here of Liverpool and West Ham. That's always fun. Hey, Uh, Johnny as well. Which one? I'm also team Liverpool. Yes, that's right. That's right. Full stack, baby. (laughs) Um, We've got North London Derby with Arsenal Spurs. Brentford. Eat Eat it matchup. People are probably loving the goalkeeper issue there. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't even seen seen it in practice yet. Meaning yeah. the whole at some point there's going to be this 60 minute substitution and everyone. If he just actually does that, that I mean that is insane to me. I I can't even believe that that was a thought of his. <laughs> like you're just taking it too far. I feel like some coaches are are overcomplicating things now. Just to stand out. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's just is, crazy to me. What's, I think the result of this is going to be that he does it. He ends up doing it a few times. And oh, as soon think? as it doesn't work, even if it has nothing to do with whoever he brought in, 
you know, yeah. it's a penalty and they give it away. Like, well, you conceded after you change goalies. Like, yeah. they'll just get destroyed. Um, I don't know. It's It seems very dumb to me. But Dortmund's matchup is a nice one um, against Wolfsburg. That yeah. could be one where they kind of finally get back into their groove. I'm not saying Wolfsburg is an easy team to beat. They have some really good players. But if Dortmund wants to turn their season around finally and do a little bit better and get a little bit more consistency after the win against Freiburg, that could be a really mo good moment for them to kickstart that. Mm -hmm. I see. I just happened to notice right below them was uh, Lons Toulouse, who both have midweeks this week. Toulouse mm -hmm. is away to USG, I believe. I don't think they're home. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that. And then, yeah, I don't think anything else really jumps out. I think it's just kind of a standard... Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, Girona down there against Mallorca. Mayor <laughs> Biased, Johnny. Uh, but yeah, 15th Mallorca against Girona, who are currently third in the league, have been on fire, yeah. doing a great job. I'm not, I don't expect a clean sheet. It has n not really happened yet, but I, I think that's going to be a game where Girona could dominate and get some good points. Union again there. They just had a heartbreaking moment against Real Madrid in the Champions League. Jude once again steps up, you know. That was really uh, interesting to see, but it was beautiful seeing Union play there. Like they, their own accounts tweeted out like this was something that we dreamed of, and we never thought it would become reality. So let's just enjoy this type of thing before the game started. And I love that mentality. Like their story is just insane. Um, I believe their own fans donated blood to save up money to save the club which was insane. Like that actually happened. That's an actual story. They had financial troubles. All yeah, their fans went this. out, donated blood and that money that they got for it, they uh, gave it to the club. That's wild. Um, yeah, it's insane. So is the full narrative that they, who are they playing this weekend? Hoffenheim. Did they just destroy them because they're coming <laughs> off this huge high of playing at the Bernabeu and just like, I'd love it. I'd love it. But Hoffenheim yeah. and Kramaric and those boys um, have been looking quite good. Like I think Kramaric is on a heater right now. He, yeah, I was just about mistaken. to say that. Yeah, they donated the blood to build the stadium. I believe. Yeah, there you go. Whatever. Like they they donated blood to give the club money at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, that there you go. He's been on on some good scores with the national team and also with Hoffenheim themselves. He's always been a talented player, but he just has not had that consistency that allowed him to get that move to the next level. Yeah. Which is a shame because I think there's a really good player in there in Kramaric. But yeah, Hoffenheim is looking all right. Let's uh, check out some pick scores quickly in case there are any players that we missed out on. Um, let's go to All-Star Rare, see what happens. Mm -hmm. I know we'll see... Juan Brunetta somewhere, uh, much to the chagrin of of Andy. But I guess Benfica. I mean, they're they are big favorites. So Rafa's yeah. up there. Got some Zagreb guys. Luke Diong, who is just like permanently near the top because the guy. I I think if you get two decisives every game for a year, it feels like you're gonna be yeah. near the top of this, regardless of the of your A. But it, it does feel like there are a lot of guys here who not necessarily could be rotated, but maybe you don't get 90 minutes out of Salah or uh, Lua or uh, Bruno probably Bruno, plays yeah. 90, but. And Shuto is probably the safest choice in there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I do wonder if Zagreb z rotate as well, because. I'm, yeah, I'm a bit surprised that that Perich guy has such a high score as a defender. Is, does he take sets or something? What, what's he doing? Is he just insane? Is that what it is? It's just, you know, I guess you they're get... just expected to get a clean sheet and all right. that. Right. Yeah. yeah. And if he bat, you know, adds on 30 AA, I guess you're in a good spot. Mm. There's an interesting comment from Ivan there if you want to pop that up. Or is that, does that even fit the screen? Oh, yeah. Because of potential rotation all over Europe, maybe it's a good weekend to use MLS players in priority lineups. Most top teams don't seem to rotate that much. See, that's why I have Hill. <laughs> that's why I get yeah. him back in the MLS, baby. <laughs> I, somebody actually uh, said that in the comments as well, ask, uh, to ask you about 
getting back into America. And yeah, I did see yeah. Carlos Gil on your list, on your uh, in your gallery there. Let's see what. Oh, he's got his AAA. This oh man. There you go. Looks like it's Carlos Heel week. Let's see how far down he is. There's a lot of triple A's this week. There he is. There. Right ahead of Douglas Santos, who we were talking about is probably going to smash with Zenit. Yeah. Probably easy 100, huh? Mm-hmm. But yeah, the reason why I got Hill, um, it's like the same thing that I did with the Feyenoord guys that I got. All of them rose in price because they were just getting into the season and stuff. And I got them while the season didn't even start. And the MLS is obviously closer uh, closer towards the end now, right? Mm-hmm. And the playoffs are coming up. So um, I just got him because I thought, you know what, if I want to get Phil back into the gallery, this is a really good time to do so. There's potential of him going back up again uh, as the new season hype at some point will inevitably come back in. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I think those are some opportunities that a lot of people should probably look into. If you're here to play Soraya for at least a year or two, um, those types of buys, apart from injuries and stuff, tend to be some of the safest ones you can make because you know you're buying at the low, at the dip, as uh, Mr. Black would say. <laughs> it does feel like there's been a dip. Um, Mohammed does point out that a lot of MLS teams are playing three game weeks in a row. I... Mm. Yeah, I think some of the rotation will be, or I think there will be somewhat minimal rotation for a lot of teams that, you know, are chasing playoff spots and whatnot. And we did see, I think it was Reynoso last night played. Did he come off at halftime? Like, that's one thing to check on of players that did play midweek that, yeah, he only played 45 minutes and then they ended up losing. And so just because they played doesn't mean that they went 90. And so any of your MLS guys that you think might be rotating, it's worth just making sure that it's reasonable as opposed to that they played 45. Obviously we know Messi's not going to play. So mm. the top option in America presumably is not going to be playing. And so opens it up a little bit, but you can always win yeah. Messi. <clears throat> of course. That's the champion America calling card right now. Yeah. Easiest way to win Messi. Come get it. <laughs> Is it actually being given out uh, as uh, like as often as people hope it would? How many cards does he already have for this new season, for example? <clears throat> oh, if I'm I'm, I'm going to take the belief that not many people are selling messy cards if they win them. But let's see. He's so he's up to only seventeen rares. Okay. Um, nice. Yeah. It's only one kept reward. Some of these might be purchased rewards, but oh, Roxy won one. That's nice. He could use a good card mm. win. <laughs> <laughs> but he's always at the top of the prize pool. I'll put it that way. So, okay, that's cool. You're going to, that's what everybody thinks they're competing for, at least. Like in everybody thinks they are competing for Messi, for uh, Mbappe, even though he's not a reward anymore. But yeah. Um, now you hope for Messi and you get Chris Brady. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mike Blasson said, uh, I guess that's Aiden Morris and Julian Gressel came off at halftime last night too. So Morris uh, has become a popular U23 option. So mm. there's that. Man, there are a lot of AAA players here. That Yeah, there's a ton. But obviously, that is just based on expecting that these guys are going to play. Um, as we get closer right. to the game week, um, I would definitely suggest people to make sure you check those projection scores, possibly changing. Um, if it even drops to a 99%, it's a good reason to maybe just check out Twitter, socials and stuff, and ask people that you're in the Discord with, find out info as to why some of these players might not actually play. There has been a lot of uh, opportunities for myself, even where some last, last minute info has saved some of my lineups. So I definitely recommend that. I feel like somebody that came up somewhat recently. We always joke because like Sean, our good friend, PSU fans too, is always joking that the new deadline hasn't actually helped at all. Like mm-hmm. no, the news that comes out just after the deadline, he's like, oh, thank goodness for the new deadline. But I feel like there was something recently that did come out before the deadline. I was like, okay, 
this is actually yeah. helpful now. So. Yeah, yeah. It took him like I remember because I was always like always bugging him with that. <laughs> I'm always like, hey, this is really helpful. This is nice. And then maybe like 15 game weeks into <laughs> into the change, he was finally like, oh yes, finally something where it actually helps me. Yeah. Was it a Bayern? I don't know. It probably. Was something, it was if something I was very, to someone him, very something about Bayern, yeah. Yeah. Um, Shuda Machino is the top cap 240 play this week with a, elf, with a cost of 52, which means surely he scores a hat trick. I I, I got to look at these bets here on Shuda Machino. I'm just going to look on Hertha real quick because I think they have started badly into the season but have gotten some okay results lately. Yeah, so they're basically... Winning one game, losing the next. Their last game was a 3-0 win at home. The one before that at home was a 5-0 victory. But away, they seem to struggle. So I guess that makes a lot of sense um, for that score for Chuto. Do you still have a Balakwisha? No, I, I sold that a long time ago, the Super Rare. Yeah, moved him on. He's high up here. I wonder how Antwerp respond after getting destroyed by Barcelona earlier in the week. Um, yeah. That's my fear with PSV as well. Like, it's not just the rotation risk and all that, but if your player plays midweek and his team team gets just demolished, it has to do something with their psyche as they go into the next game. It is a bit worrying for me. Like, PSV, I tweeted this as well. They are so used to dominating games. Yeah. In the edit VC, where it's like it just looks so easy. There's so much space to run into, to play the passes into. But then they come up against a team like Arsenal, where who are like on you at all times, and you can just see the quality difference. It's insane. Like if you play so rare and you you have players from PSV and you watch them all the time, you're like, oh, this team is insane. They are the best, blah blah. And then you see them come up against like top five league top teams. You realize, okay, there's a big difference here in terms of quality, and this was the perfect example for it. The I, I've had some discussions with Surface to Air Missile, who thinks that PSV will uh, get out of this group. I forget who else is in it. It's Arsenal. Um, let me um, see. PSV. They are in the group. Is this a Sociedad one. Oh, it's Lons and. Sevilla. So, yeah, I mean, it's possible. I mean, yeah. it is possible if if they are on their best behavior, especially at home games against those clubs. I, uh, there's a good chance you have to win the home games. Yeah, and realistically, this this one was the hardest one of the group, like away yes. to Arsenal. So, it'll, yeah, not that it gets easy, but it gets easier. Mm -hmm. uh, and we saw, let's see, Noah Lang. Uh, came off at 76, Bakayoko at 66, Veerman did go 90, and De Jong played 89. So I wouldn't be surprised if we finally see Lozano get a start this weekend uh, because I think he's here to play. And so it's tough getting past those two, though. They look amazing in the NDVC when they play, they look unstoppable. Yeah. And then they come up against. Zinchenko and Ben White and everything changes. <laughs> uh, Mike Basson's asking if it's goose till time. I don't think I don't think so. But it does seem I mean, who do they play? They play someone terrible, right? Almer, yeah. Almer. Yeah. So I mean, Pepe, Romalo comes back in, Lazan, like they have players that can still keep up the level of, that PSV have been playing yeah. without needing to play all of their guys who got run over by Arsenal this week. Yeah. I'd assume De Jong plays, though. I'd be very surprised if he doesn't. But he's not necessarily someone that just runs around constantly. He's that target man type player. So um, some players you can definitely expect to see there again. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. There's Brunetta. Um, there's what? Brunetta was yeah. right there. Yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah. They're just, there are a lot of, I feel like we could see a lot of individual high scores this week, mm -hmm. but maybe not mm -hmm. full SO5, like 500s. If that yeah. Makes sense. 
Yeah, that's why I was saying, like, I believe the averages are probably going to come down a little bit. Um, but yeah, some individual players will probably still crush it, as you said there, because some of them do really have some amazing matchups. Um, right. Right. So Lewandowski against Celta Vigo, you'd expect him to score one or two. Mm -hmm. Salah as well, his games in the Premier League have been, he's just been unstoppable. His passing play has improved to a level that people didn't expect him to be able to get to. Um, it's just nice to see that even at his age, he's still evolving. And then Gita see, you thought Gita they easy hat trick. <laughs> he's just incredible right now. I think he has eight goals in five games. <laughs> he's just ridiculous. The shoot that stri striker there up against yeah, Darmstadt. Yeah, yeah, um, Like he shouldn't be this good. Yeah, that's how I put it. Yeah, but I love to see it. Stuttgart, uh, back in the day with Yogi Löw, won the Bundesliga title, if I remember correctly. And uh, those were interesting days when Bayern didn't dominate. Um, right. It's nice to see them do well. Against newly promoted Darmstadt. Yeah, that'll keep going. I yeah, was looking at it the other day. could be quite impactful. Like, they could do... I, I didn't see that matchup anywhere. I, I might have missed it, but that's a really good matchup for Stuttgart. That is a good point. I didn't. Um... Did we see that in there? Have we missed it by any chance? Looks like we did. I wonder if we don't have. Oh, hmm. wait, this is midweek. Hold on. Oh, yeah. There it is. Uh, 69. So, yeah, we just missed it. Here oh, it yeah. yeah. There it was. Yeah, that's a really good matchup. No rotation risk, nothing. You know, they have a team that is on great form. Um, Man, that's... Is this going to be the week where everyone's like, Champion Europe's easy. You just need to stack Stuttgart. See? <laughs> Who needs Bayern? Yeah. I remember you guys had that once. I think someone had stacked Köln or Bochum can't remember it was in like all-star rare you guys were discussing it on a stream with andrew um and then he won that one game week but they were completely useless the rest um so this yeah stuttgart has two five nothing wins this week this season mm -hmm. and i'm pretty sure both of those all uh, ch uh champion europe that uh stuttgart stacks won mm. okay uh, and not to say that they're going to win five nothing, but this weekend's matchup is exactly the type I mean, of who matchup. Did they, they who did they do that against again? It was against um, Freiburg and Bochum. Yeah, Freiburg was an unexpected one. Bochum, yeah. yes, was kind of expected. The win away against Mainz. Mainz at home tends to be quite strong, so that's a really good indicator of like how good Stuttgart actually is. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, we saw that last season with Mainz basically deciding the German title in the last game. Um, but yeah, like Stuttgart against Darmstadt, definitely one to look out for in terms of FSO5 strength. I'd say that's one of the strongest ones now due to the fact that you have no rotation scare there. Yeah, that's... that's a Are you tempted one. to buy some Stuttgart players now? <laughs> to be honest, I was like... Because Nubel's been generally dreadful for mm -hmm. when he was with uh, Monaco. But, and then when he moved, I was like, that that move doesn't, like he doesn't make this move. And you're like, oh, I'm going to go get it. Mm -hmm. Go get one of his cards. But if they keep it up, like even I his AA has been incredible. Yes, but also like the, the defense that he has ahead of him. I like Ito, but they have lost Sosa, if I'm not mistaken. He has left yeah. or- uh, Yeah, he went to- yeah. So I Ito, I really like. Zagadu, I have no idea how he got to this level. Like, is he scoring this well all the time? Because at Dortmund, he was one of the worst defenders I had ever seen. <laughs> he was horrible. Like, genuinely horrible. So it's very <laughs> impressive to see someone like him change his career trajectory this much in such a short amount of time. Props to him. Like, he's doing great. He, he just might have found his home. So, yeah. Yeah. GG's to I mean, him. Sometimes, sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah. Just a new new scenery. I mean, yeah, I 
I mean, given the results, they're all going to um, they're all going to be scoring well. Ben Johnson mm-hmm. said, "I didn't think Nubel was an upgrade over Florian uh, Mueller when he signed," which is fair. Um, yeah. Yeah. And whoever agreed, went to Monaco, it. yeah, there you go. <laughs> it was horrible. Uh, whoever went to Monaco, he's also not liked that much. Uh, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, the replacement of Nubel, right? So. A little bit of goalkeeper yeah. rotation going on there that didn't work out. It was the Salzburg keeper, right? That went over there. Yeah, Kohn. Philip yeah. Kohn. Yeah, Kuhn. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that one. Kuhn, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Stuttgart stacks to the top. Whoever already dominated with them, good luck again. They're going again, yeah. So we've got uh, Stuttgart in Champion Europe to win Champion Europe. Heronveen yep. to win Challenger Europe. And Shuto Machino uh, to win everything. Machino to win. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one? Oh, Santos Laguna to win everything in America and Asia. And second division is up for anybody because those regions yeah. are always up for everybody. So there you have it, guys. Just combine those teams. Have fun. It's amazing that we give away the answers for free before the game week even happens. So thank you to everybody for joining, Uh, particularly, particularly everyone who was here live. Appreciate all the the feedback and comments during the show. Uh, If you could please like the video, subscribe to the channel, all that good stuff. Shout out to Quinny. Uh, Chani, thank you so much for joining me today. I thought um, that was a great discussion. Really let us dive in a little more than I would have if I was just here by myself rambling. So thank you very much to you. Happy to be here. And uh, yeah, everyone, good luck this weekend.